a man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Pocket full of trams sitting down by the street that leads into the corpus bay. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on. Go ahead, open us up, TJ. I guess we're on. Let's roll. Well, good morning, everybody. It is the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home every Sunday morning live right here. The Outdoor Zone Radio Network. And this is also live podcast to all you podcast fans of ours, you regulators that listen via podcast on all the podcast platforms. Happy to see you. My name is TJ Graney, and the bunkhouse with me is Cody Ryan. CR. Yes, yes. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, I don't know what you want me to do there. It's the I most don't know. awkward. You're to go. It's only been it's like. It's me again. 10 years, and you still do the same thing, you? and then expect me to come up with like something that's world changing at that listen, moment. Listen, no, listen to me. And beefsteak. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Road rash is the ranch hand that gets here early. Make sure the gate gets open. Make sure the old pot belly stove gets fired up. Put road rash of... in here. Road rash in here. The road I rash know, new Juan road. is here. Juan is here today. <laughs> he is filling in for road rash. No, and... I was, I was going to come up with a, uh, you know, I mean, this is what I do. I come up with the <laughs> nicknames for the show. Oh. I mean, it's like. Okay. Yeah. So right. I don't know. It's gonna take me a minute though. I like yeah. I'm liking Juan though. No. Yeah, because he's only gonna do it one more time. And then, oh and then beef will, uh, oh. <laughs> Rash will be back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey. Juan is into it this morning. I don't know. Juan <laughs> may be back for more. <laughs> yeah. Juan Keep him around. Sorry, Road hey, Rash. Uh, <laughs> man, it was a late night for me last night i went to the austin livestock show and rodeo to the final day final night and the closing of the rodeo and our buddy kevin fowler was playing for those of you around the country who do not know who kevin fowler is just google kevin fowler beer bait and ammo yeah that'll answer all your questions but anyway he's a good buddy of ours but so mrs grady and i went we went with mackie one of our good buddies and uh 
a regulator for for years um but it the, what did you know of all the things that we liked we liked the barrel racers and um and of course we liked the bull riding although two guys got hurt really bad last night on the bull riding i mean you don't know what happens to them because the you know the normal in the audience folks don't ever really know what happens but it was it was pretty brutal it was pretty i mean you might it's be a to, dangerous sport yeah and i don't know if you not, knew not all of them wear helmets too well, you know that's <clears throat> kind of a trendy thing to wear those helmets and i and i don't think that's a bad thing if you're i mean those bulls well, are, now everybody knows about because of uh yellowstone right hey talking about, knows about what bull about, riding oh yeah come on bull riding and bronc busting and uh you know steer roping no, that's and heartland heartland has all the oh stuff. please no we're, someday no. we're gonna Yellowstone, talk about the the kid gets hurt and all that yeah come it's on man heartwarming you know story oh yeah. that's right you and your heartland right. although my wife idiot and he goes back and does it again so it's really so true to life. talking about the rodeo yesterday where we went and cut some firewood which was incredible uh you know downed 100 year old uh oak trees that went down you saw that tj two big trailers full yeah it was incredible city of city of uh well, that was a rodeo is that what you're saying no one of the guys where i went on the property he took his daughter and signed her up for the mutt busting last uh, not last oh. night but the night before and she went out and rode one of those sheep right they put them on you know and they they put them on the sheep and giddy up <laughs> and see who can stay on the longest did you see that last night tj well, of course we saw that it was a girl that won too yeah so now right next to us when she she came back into the stands his daughter is uh you know she's i can do this next year i'm gonna win when uh you know i guess the uncle has some That's sheep what and they all say they're gonna tie her on it or yeah. something and just make her go and go and go anyways well, it was good you you it saw it you were envious of that load of firewood weren't you brother Dude, some, i got seasoned oak like that on the ground laying all over my place oh my god i don't know why you don't just come pick it up well it depends how old it is for a hundred years tree to fall over i got them they're there if if you pay attention i know the listeners can't see the hat that beefsteak is wearing but (laughs) apparently he either bought a new chainsaw or a bunch of accessories because he's got a hat that represents the name brand which i will not say Unless they want to pay, man, it cuts uh, like steel. That's all I could say. Yes, I oh got a new. Gosh. I got a real he's, chainsaw. He's still on that deal. Like if you don't say, you don't pay. You don't. We don't say. Yeah, but then beef slipped it in. So you know that I got it free. Well, when, I would. When, I when would you buy the. I would best echo of, that with what I do on whatever at my place. What's oh that? my gosh, he's trying to be funny. <laughs> he would echo quote echo that. Anyways, oh, the gear I, that I use. You know, if there's one thing I've learned in uh, uh, in the yeah, outdoor yeah, stuff yeah. is buying the right. I mean, really investing in good tools. I for years I used a. Oh, I'm not going to pay retail. I'm not going to pay. You know, top or top quote, what I call top. Who is this guy? I know, man, and I have turned a leaf when it comes to that. This and, guy who gets your Christmas presents from the neighbors. Uh, Facebook post about free stuff she has on her porch. Come get it. And, and that's what it. shows up as your Christmas gift. 
I mean, Am I wrong? I'm resourceful. I, you know, I I still got that old farm boy in me where you just fix whatever and keep it going. People's Christmas gifts from Beefsteak come from Facebook. Hey, one of them was a, was a $5,000 baseball card or something. No, no, so. it was a NASCAR replica ornament for a tree. It was worth like $40. And the okay, guy, hey. I guess he had died or something. So, you know, it <laughs> yeah, was. I'm going to have to really watch your stories. As 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 uh, TJ gets older and the embellishment gets larger and larger, they are better <laughs> stories because I've learned to tell them. Me and Theodore Roosevelt, we we A went to the Grand Canyon dollar baseball card. <laughs> That's the Smithville coming out. Smithville is yeah. coming out. You know. You know hey, it. Cody Graney, you know that if there's somebody who's going to find a five thousand dollar baseball card or silver certificates or a martin guitar at a garage sale for two dollars and sell it for ten thousand or five thousand or two thousand hello welcome i'll give you see a that that's a different five minute class for free but the next one hour class is online just go to tj's extravaganza.com see oh i don't God, ever sell it i just keep it but how many did you have to go through in order to get to that one treasure, Mr. TJ? Well, and the deal is turn and burn, baby. Take that money and get down the road. Well, flip it. Cody learned don't that. I'm attached flip it. to it. Cody, Cody learned. Yeah, like a, yeah, I learned that. I don't. I'm not attached to anything. Well, I didn't even finish build, hand. I didn't even finish building the house we're in, and I was ready to sell it. So, so you wouldn't have a problem a with a goat then if there was a goat living next door. And, I uh, wouldn't have a problem. You wouldn't. You you would have a problem with that. You wouldn't have a problem at detaching. Oh, now he's talk. Now he's switched over to the whole everybody pet goat. Thing so everybody's telling me that, now he's attached to it. I'm trying to. Understand I'm attached what's to going the. Con- I'm attached. My wife says I'm attached to the idea of it not being there, and. The advice I'm getting from my family is leave it alone. If someone wants to take a goat, put it in their backyard and get it registered as a emotional support goat, then you should just let it go. Because what have you done in life where you've uh, been in that gray area? First of all, yeah, yeah, there you go. You made me feel bad. who slips the old HOA prez, a little five (laughs) dollar, yeah, something, something, bro. Uh, so first of all, farm boy, that's a goat. You should be like going, oh, I love getting up here in that thing. Oh, that's what? Come on, yeah. man. Do you like hearing yeah. the rooster? That's why you got roosters all over your place, don't you? No. Nobody likes a goat. Nobody likes a rooster. Nobody actually likes the sound of farm. Nobody animals. likes anything if we ask <laughs> you, Cody. <laughs> Cody Nobody like likes anything. anything. Nobody likes you. Nobody likes you. <laughs> wow. Well, here, here we go. Welcome yeah, to the outdoor zone. We got zone. started off really quick here. That was. Uh, so did you watch so the, the weather? Whole, did you watch the whole beautiful. thing? It turned out. Did you watch the whole right thing, now? TJ? Uh, oh, with... my gosh. Y'all are on sync this morning. Wow. I'm going to have to like point to each one of you and say, okay, Beef. Okay, TJ. Okay, so Beef. So the weather is turned. It was got into the 80s yesterday. and um, and High turned, 80s. And I, and I, looked, at, I looked at Mrs. Graney and 
we both went, hmm, that's interesting. Well, this has got here a lot quicker. And she's looking at it being 90 today. And I'm thinking anything, you have to strategically think through what projects on the farm you're going to work on, right? So working in that old metal shed in the back is probably best done before 10 o'clock in the morning and not after three in the afternoon. You just need a window open and a fan. There ain't no window and no fan. There's no electricity. So it's morning job back there. You can get it done. You just can't live in it very, you can't work in it very long. Yeah, well, I know that, but I minutes. have the project I have to do out there, and it is going to take a little bit, so I don't know. You got to think through it. I just think it got hot a lot quicker. Snuck up it does that every year. <laughs> it does that every year. McBride's guns, hey, the way society is pounding on our rights to own guns, it's imperative. The Just watching what's happening in Ukraine will tell you you need to go buy a firearm and have firearm in your home. One, one that you like, one that fits your hand, one that works for you. And the one, the way you find that is go to McBride's guns. They'll help you pick it out. I was there this week and uh, man, it is like Mrs. Granny calls the man spa. You could stay in there for hours. Just looking at the beautiful selection of firearms, handguns, rifles, shotguns, they got them. And you'll find them in the same place they've been for years, corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them, 472-3532, or go online at McBridesGuns.com. McBride's Guns, they're our hometown gun shop. On the flip side, we'll talk a little fishing. Plus, we have all your favorite segments up. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live at the bunkhouse, where you can catch us 24-7, 365 at TheOutdoorZone.com. This is MLS Pro, Brent Chapman. You're listening to the best outdoor show on God's green earth. The Outdoor Zone with TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak. All right, welcome back, Regulators. The Outdoor Zone. We are live right now in the bunkhouse, 7 to 9, Sunday mornings. 24-7, 365 on your favorite podcast platform. I'm TJ Graney with Cody Ryan and the Beef. Um, hey, Maxwell, Maxwell Supercenter. Uh, now Maxwell Supercenter. For the best Ram truck savings without sticker scam or other dealers that other dealerships come with, go see the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Aftermarket options are available to you, and but will never be added. Unless you ask them to purchase of your vehicle comes with only the add-ons that you ask for the Nile Maxwell Supercenter sells more the most awarded lineup of vehicles like the Ram, the number one brand in America. You have Nile's personal promise to beat any competitor's price in central Texas. Just bring us their deal and we'll beat it. 620 and 183 in Austin or online anytime at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. All right, the fishing world, the fishing world is lighting up. As I said last week, it is time to fish. It is fishing season, and uh, Major League Fishing has Red Crest going on. So the Red Crest is the championship of all championships for 
major league fishing and uh it is in uh oklahoma they're fishing grand lake of the cherokees which we've seen and and fished several times in in various championships uh throughout the years uh proven to be a little bit difficult as the cold front came in but uh the final 10 fish today and and quite a lineup they got going into the final day as far as uh you know names that we've we've seen and and expect to be there uh so it'll be an interesting uh if this is uh what you'd like to watch the live option is available they'll be playing it all day uh till like two or three o'clock this afternoon but uh lots of big names in that top 10 be interesting who see who takes home 300 grand three hundred thousand dollars in today's red crest final day championship hey, where's van damme and all this is he retired he's at the expo oh okay. he's working the expo uh didn't make the final day so uh 50 is 50 year expo right the one that's up in springfield missouri is that what you're talking about no this is a different this is a different deal this is the red crest event going on in tulsa oklahoma uh, or at least the, the expos in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the tournament's going out of Grove, Oklahoma, but, uh, yes, there is a big expo. If you happen to be heading up to Tulsa, Oklahoma today, you go by the big expo here. It's a big deal. Uh, lots of people, lots of, I mean, all the guys that didn't make it most of them anyway, are fishing or, that are not fishing are at the expo. So, uh, big event. I'm hearing great things from the expo. This is the first time they've done the expo alongside the championship of Redcrest, uh, which is a big deal. You know, they haven't done any major league fishing hadn't been known for the on-site stuff. It's all been online, all video, all TV, all that was their model. And now they're putting on a big show. And inviting fans to the expo and the post get the post post game show, I guess they call it now. Uh, instead of a weigh in, since they don't carry the fish around like uh, in a Bassmaster event or you know like we've been doing the last fifty years, they don't carry the fish or they catch weigh release right there on the boat. And so they have a post game show, I guess, where they uh, the anglers. I heard are getting driven through in limos or something like that, or <laughs> getting driven to the venue in limos from the lake, which is, I mean, that's pretty star studded, right? But everybody already knows the outcome. I guess they get there and just have a conversation about whatever. I mean, I guess everybody knows Barring. the outcome. And it, yeah, I, I can't see that being a real exciting show. I've never watched it, <laughs> uh, or I have it in a long time. Let's put it that way. I've watched it. Uh, yes, and then, Beefsteak, you were talking about the World's Fishing Fair. Yes. The Bass Pro Shops, Johnny Morris, World's Fishing Fair, March 30th through April 3rd. And uh, being that I'm involved, I'm only fishing, I'm fishing three of the largest circuits across the country. I'm tra I travel, I'll travel over almost 50,000 miles across the country this year. And, uh, 
fishing. I mean, it's what I do. Talk about it here on the radio show. You know, when I heard about this world's fishing fair, probably a week ago, and it starts here in just a couple days. Yeah, it was a surprise. So, That's why I said it over. I was like, hey, have you ever heard this? I heard about this? It's supposed to be the world's biggest fishing show is what they're touting. And uh, and I heard about it like four days ago, and it starts in a couple days. So I'm just saying, like, I would think that I would be your target audience for figuring this, trying to figure out what is going on here. But I also don't think that Bass Pro Shops, much like the tournaments they put on last year where they gave away a million dollars to the amateurs, you know, no, you if you owned a Johnny Morris boat, you could fish a qualifier and then, uh, you know, go to the championship to try and win a million dollars on the amateur level. Uh, that whole tournament series was not promoted prior. I mean, it was it just kind of like showed up and started happening. So both these things. So, and I like- think that's the kind of the way the this whole thing is works with Johnny Morris. He maybe has this idea like, I don't know, uh, you know, two and a half weeks ago. No, no and a month so- later, a month later, they have the world's fishing fair, the largest fishing show in the world. So I've that's done a little bit of stuff around the media element to this thing. And um, to the world's fishing fair? No, around Johnny Morris. Oh, okay. And how his stuff does. And, and hey, man, you sling your cash, baby, wherever you want. You got it. It's yours. Um, and when you got the ability to say, hey, I want you uh, seven top anglers of the world come here on this weekend because I know you got an off weekend. Be here. Uh, those boys show up. Uh, it, it Really, from what I've seen so many times, is it happens just that way. He says, do it. And, and immediately the machine gets, the gears get shifted and the machine starts rolling out. And, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. And no, they're I, good I guarantee you it's going to be packed. It's going to be packed. Those people from Missouri and everywhere around there, Georgia and Mississippi, and they're just going to go. They're expecting 100,000 visitors. They'll be there. And they're charging to get in. I think it's like 10 bucks or something. It all goes to conservation, apparently. I just thought it's very, it's just very interesting that I, I mean, why don't I know about this? But like I said, maybe like you were saying, maybe it doesn't happen that way. I guess it just doesn't happen. Well, and I, and I, I don't know that, um, I don't know that for a fact, they didn't have this on their PR calendar for the last two years. Or I doubt it. No chance. But I, I, no I, chance. I, do, I mean, I, how much, how much media do I scour, uh, every week outdoor media and and you walk in the yeah you walk in this and i saw it and i went is that here in round rock texas at this bass row and no, then it's I, actually going to be in springfield missouri at well, the i'll tell you what station i'll tell you what if you've never been to that bass pro and seen the museum and all the stuff there it is absolutely worth 
a visit. Absolutely worth a visit. Yeah, it'd be a cool show. I wish I was closer. You know what else is, if you're going to make the trip up to Bass Pro for that world's largest expo, you need to go to Sun Automotive before. Everyone at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. We use our friends at Sun Automotive. Sun Automotive Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. Each and every person at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate they take their pride in what they do, and we want to be the place that you bring your vehicle anytime you need scheduled maintenance and repairs. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. SunAutomotiveService.com or visit them direct at 405 Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park and 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch World, 620 North. Again, SunAutoService.com. Coming up next, news of the weird. If it hadn't got weird enough, it is the Outdoor Zone live at the bunkhouse. 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun, fixed me some coffee and a honey bun. Jumped in All right, welcome back, regulators. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Hey, Austin's hottest new restaurant, Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Don't forget this morning, today is Sunday brunch. With jazz, it's our jazz brunch this morning. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be a good day. Good day to sit out on that patio, pet-friendly patio. Go out there, slide out there after church and have a nice brunch with the family. Maybe just take your bride, have a nice little quiet afternoon together. But sure is the place to go. Fantastic pet-friendly patio, fabulous desserts, homemade breads, the oyster bar. Well, you got to see it to believe it. Wonderful homemade breads. Rick Wahlberg, Jim Schneider invite you to join them today. It's Shore Raw Barn Grill, Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y and Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Barn Grill. Go to shoreatx.com for all the details. Shoreatx.com for all the details. Now it's time for this week's News of the Weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. All right, so <laughs> the petting zoo. My favorite two subject. petting zoo or not to petting zoo? That is the question. And I know, Cody, you guys, your bride and my granddaughter uh, frequent the petting zoos as does my wife grandma to your kids petting zoos zoos anything that has to do drive through walk up garage with 
animals, whatever it is. Garage with animals. I would not let my child go there. <laughs> I think they shut well, those down. You won't be there. It'll be grandma and your wife headed there. Although I could see beefsteak like in his older years, like after he retires, <laughs> setting up like a little fenced area across his garage. Come on up, kids. It's just beef steaks, it's petting zoo. <laughs> Come see the goat. Yeah. It's the pet friendly a sign goat. In his, yeah, sign in his front yard. Yeah, and he owns the neighbor's goat at that point. Uh, yeah, it's totally The camel attacked and killed two men outside Memphis, Tennessee, after escaping a petting zoo. A camel attacked and killed two men outside of Memphis, Tennessee, outside of Memphis, Tennessee, after escaping a petting zoo. Past inspection reports suggested the petting zoo called uh, called Shirley Farms, located on uh, Obion County, had little water for dromedary camels and had no barrier to protect the public or attend attendant present at the time of an inspection. After receiving a call about a loose camel attacking people, the sheriff arrived at the zoo, which is about 100, 100 miles from Memphis. Deputy has arrived on scene to find two unconscious victims on the ground <laughs> at Shirley Farms and a camel still on the loose. The sheriffs wrote on their Facebook page, Obion County Sheriff's Office, Lake County Sheriff's Office, Ridgely Police Department, Tennessee Highway Patrol, the Lake County Rescue Squad, and the whole uh, New York NBA basketball team we're all on scene attempting to render aid and move the victim to a safe place. The seemingly aggressive camel attacked one of the Opion Sheriff's vehicles and then moved towards deputies who were trying to move a victim to EMS, they said. At the time, the officers had to put the camel down for the safety of everyone on the scene. The two male victims were pronounced dead at the scene. What? Wow, that's a big camel <laughs> attack, man! Holy cow! Are you kidding me? That's got everything in it, doesn't it? I mean, does... how does a camel kill you like that? So I've I've heard that camels. I don't know why I've heard this. I thought they I... just spit on you. No, that's not camels. That's that's a that's llama. Llama. A llama. Yeah, spit in your eye. So you've heard what, Cody, what have you heard? Did they just like grab them and bite their head or the biting Biting is what I've heard. They go through like a uh, two year. I don't know. This is just what I heard. This is just, I don't know why I even listened to this. It was, I don't know. It was on some podcast or something, but, uh, they go through like a, <laughs> and why I'm listening to, yeah, why I'm yeah. listening to a podcast with a farm animal. Anyway, Camels, it's they go the through, time for the camel podcast. <laughs> like a two-year breeding uh, where the males are very dangerous at during this two-year breeding season if they're not, uh, you know, castrated, I guess. So they they will get very aggressive, and they're known to like, yeah, I guess they are known it. to bite at, bite their opponent's legs and take his head in between their jaws in an effort to bring the competitor to the ground. That's when they're fighting for their uh, mate during mating season. Researchers report a similar case in which a 25 year old man was attacked by a camel under his care. 
The man was reportedly feeding the camel when it repeatedly bit the man's face and neck, resulting in an emergency room visit for what turned out to be in left in a left eye evisceration and facial nerve injury. The researcher that he lost his eye. Hmm. Yeah, probably an orbital That's injury. Described in in July 2019 in the in the journal Trauma Case Reports. Hey, you can get a trauma. You can get. I would like that. That sounds like a great segment. Trauma Case Reports. Well, so I just think I don't want to make light of it because two people were killed, and I'm sure they were, you know, just trying to do whatever you do at the little mary's little uh shirley's little farm there and it was probably a lovely place um but apparently they'd had problems with this place before where they didn't manage the animals well they didn't keep them in in enclosures where they you know they wandered around a little bit too much and so you think about i think about uh I think about giraffes, but I don't, that's not the way, you know, giraffes take their head and they just whack each other with their heads. <laughs> well, they got that little right? knot. They got the knot on top, right? The uh, two yeah, yeah. horns they, or they protrusions. Loop their necks around each other and sling them down. And, uh, so I have this designated wall for taxidermy, right? Animals that we've harvested and, and other things. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Other ones <laughs> that you killed. <laughs> Yes. And, uh, so we have our, you know, a couple from Africa and then all the rest are my wife's deer because she, well, I got a little bit of my stuff up there too. Yeah. Because they got it wrong in Africa. Uh, (laughs) in your favor, that's a whole nother story. So yeah, they, well, no, it was not in my favor. Mine. (laughs) Ah, he couldn't let it go. He couldn't let it go. They put, they put basically they put these <laughs> TJs. Totally well, people don't know. People don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, they let's put clarify. TJ's horns on my mount, and so it was my hide, and you could tell. I mean, it was evident. Uh, my hide on the mount with TJ's horns of his impala on my hided hide. So anyway, it was it just, a uh, shoulder mount. Yes. Okay. We they should flip take, flops. They flip flops. We should flops. take pictures of both of them and post them side by side on the Facebook page. Substantially bigger animal. Well, mine's uh, bigger. Well, I was just a guest, <laughs> so I was just lucky to even be there. I was just I but was car- carrying all whole, your stuff around. The whole point of this, as you were talking about giraffes, is we've been talking about uh, that. That's like the one mount shoulder mount because i have a tall that's a very tall uh, yeah, ceiling you line need two of them one on each side i need a giraffe on each side to like go up the wall to make it you know like frame in that wall and make it substantial well so i know i know my where wife you can... is my wife was at round top the other day and she saw a shoulder mounted giraffe for sale at no. a big show <laughs> yeah. well you i know where you can get a couple camel uh taxidermy is pretty cheap probably uh yeah uh well i uh, yeah you want to mount these camels yeah 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 hey ditch the fast talk and the sticker scam and shop the savings at nile maxwell gmc 
Don't be fooled by some dealership advertisements that show you a lower price than surprise you with aftermarket items on their cars and their vehicles. They call those addendums or dealer add-ons. Not at Nile Maxwell GMC. Truckloads of new 2022s are up and every day, showing up every day at NileMaxwellGMC.com. But the best way to see their inventory is to go right there in Round Rock. Go visit Tom Gammon and the professional team who will take first class care of you. NileMaxwellGMC.com. See dealer for details. And as always, you still have Nile's personal promise to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring us their deal and they'll beat it. We are professional grade all right coming up next we're going to talk a little bit about what the in game board and field notes we're going to talk about some of the rule changes on on the uh texas hunting and fishing some rule changes there and a little bit about montana and wyoming some of the wolf stuff going on there you only get it one place live in the bunkhouse 24 7 365 at the outdoorzone.com Hey, American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. And you are the regulators, the reason we mount up every week and ride up in here into the bunkhouse. Hey, want to invite you to an event we've got coming up. Join us for an evening dedicated to the cause of Kids Outdoor Zone, Tethered to Hope. It's the 13th annual gala fundraiser and celebration. It's Friday, May 6th, Friday, May 6th at the Hyatt Regency Austin on Barton Springs Road. Reception starts at 6.30. Dinner and program starts at 7. There'll be all kinds of great auction items, live auction items, trips, uh, outdoor adventures that you can bid on and raffle. And um, the base uh, bunkhouse crew will be there. You'll get to meet them. You'll also get to hear the story of Kids Outdoor Zone, KOZ. KOZ is an outdoor adventure ministry for boys and uh, launched here in the beautiful city of Austin, Texas, and now available uh, in cities across the country and Canada, but we'd love to come, have you come. If you'd like to be a part of that, you can just go to kidsoutdoorzone.com, kidsoutdoorzone.com to get tickets and information. If you'd like to donate or sponsor a table, be a part of it, you can contact kidsoutdoorzone.com as well. KOZ, no kid left inside. That's time for this week's Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. So in conversations uh, as of recent with some of my media buddies, my outdoor media buddies, we were talking about who are... uh, Who's, who's watching the hen house? Who is watching and 
sitting there when these commissions across the country, when these parks and wildlife and these commissioners get together in a, in a room and start making rule changes to how we can hunt and fish. Minnesota recently, they talked about uh, the folks in Minnesota. I think it was, wasn't it beef? Wasn't it Minnesota where they changed the starting day for deer season? It used no. to be before Thanksgiving. That then was they, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Then yeah. they flipped it to after Thanksgiving, I think. Mm -hmm. And uh, And it just, without any public input, and it just absolutely flipped the whole hunting. The 60 years of, of hunting tradition was just flipped on its ear because they just, you know, a bunch of the commissioners got together. And I was talking to my buddy, um, David Sykes. He uh, was a former outdoor writer for the Corpus Christi Caller Times here in Texas. And he was telling me that, Back in the day, the commissioners had to pay really close attention because you'd have six, seven, eight newspaper journalists in the room that wrote regularly, and there would be, uh, you know, 8 million, 10 million readers of their articles, and those guys would call, call them out. You know, they, they would do their homework, and they would come prepared to have conversations about the rule changes and things like that, and I it. I want to get David on the phone and have that conversation with him one day on the show here, and we will. But our commissioner commissioners here in Texas just got together, and we we talked about this the last couple of weeks on some of the stuff that was coming down the pike. Pike, get it? That's <laughs> that'll fit this next topic. Um, one of the things that they changed, or one of the things that they uh, put in here, was Lake, Lake Texoma to modify harvest regulations for walleye and Lake Texoma to eliminate special exemptions to state daily statewide bag limits. And I just thought, I don't think about walleye very much when I'm thinking about Texas. <laughs> no, no. Must have been a and it's not a, it's not, I don't, I, I mean, I've fished Texoma. I've probably, been on Lake Texoma a total of, I don't know, 45 to 60 days worth of fishing on Lake Texoma over the years. No walleye? That's a lot. That's a, that's, that's a lot. I don't go up there a lot, being that I only go up there for events. That's a lot over, you know, the average person doesn't spend 60 days on one particular body of water. I fished it for probably 60 times. 60 days worth. I've yet to catch a walleye on Lake Texoma. I'm actually going there next week and I'll be live from there, I guess, next week. You, uh, you, I'm assuming you, gonna, you uh, fish for walleye differently than you do bass, right? I, I bet it's just a topwater, big old topwater lure. No, no, they trolling. Yeah. Remember we fished for walleye the one time with, uh, with our uh, uncle or your uncle or, yeah. And we were on that boat with dragging night crawlers for hours. <laughs> you're just trolling in other words, right? Is Another thing. Yeah. I trolling. Guess. Yeah. Yeah. Trolling is what it was. Another thing that they modified was, and this is really interesting. They uh, modify the definition of buck deer and antlerless deer. Is that woke or what? <laughs> <laughs> 
Come on, man. Come on, man. I did yeah, think it was soldiers. I did think it was good when they changed that or specified about the unbranched, you know, for a spike where one side could be branched in the other, but one of them has to be unbranched straight. See, part That's of this is should have been part of this is probably, um, you know, spurred on by folks like beefsteak, you know, where they have to specify the antlerless versus buck deer <laughs> because, you, you know, I just, yeah, just because of, you know, how beefsteak hunts, you know, he's like, oh, hey. I yeah. thought it was, di- oh, I thought he was going different. No, because he's like, you know, I, I can argue that there's no antlers on that deer. There's, that's, how do you tell that that's a buck versus a doe? How, how do you know whether they came off after you shot it or, you know, well, that, shed? yeah. Well, and, and they also, they also have that the, uh, the modify they modified the proof of sex requirements for harvested deer, so that you have to uh, that you okay. have to keep a uh, keep the head and the genitals together. Is that not? I think that's what it said. But anyway, they're they're talking about some of this stuff, which I don't think it's a bad thing. But if you're not paying attention to it and things are happening like what happened in Pennsylvania, um, you're liable to get a big smack upside the head. Um, and the, and the last thing that I noticed in Texas that they did, they removed the daily bag limit restriction on hooded mergansers. Okay. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I don't either. I meant to duck. look it up. Uh, it's, it's a, a duck. duck. Hooded merganser. Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, I don't see a lot of those anyway. Well, you don't, but they did. If I did, I didn't know it. Yeah, it's a it's a popular duck to hunt in Wyoming. They're doing they're they're still struggling in Wyoming and Montana with um, with the uh, elk, uh, the elk and the um, the elk and the wolf populations and how to do that those states are all trying to work together try and get three states on on the same page try and get two states on the same page that's a whole regulations whole conversation any of the beef eater stuff i mean those meat eater meat eater i do like beef eater though that's i'm gonna use that go get it (laughs) hey i'll tell you what farmranchstore.com you were talking about uh beef you were talking about using good equipment yeah well farmranchstore.com they believe the same thing no matter if you own 10 acres or 10,000 you need to know farmranchstore.com for handling equipment ranching equipment fencing feeders rodeo arenas they offer you the top quality products prefer powder river and ww manufacturing just to name a few superior standards for safety and reliability if you need it farmranchstore.com has got it if you're a landowner farmranchstore.com is where you need to go farmranchstore.com where the landowner goes to get the work done all right coming up next a whole nother hour of the number one outdoor radio show in texas you're listening to it live right here but you can catch us 24 7 365 at theoutdoorzone.com Just remember- 